stuff, good stuff. Thank you for that word, man. It's funny that I was thinking of that verse tonight, and um, <clears throat> just the idea that, like you said, Jesus is proud of us. Um, but even as we're singing and um, bringing to mind tonight things uh, to be thankful for, there's the reality, and, and that verse points to it, that that God is thankful for us, that Jesus is thankful for the family. Um, and I, as we were worshiping, I was thinking of this, um, of this, um, this phrase came to mind, this idea that, <clears throat> that, that he would get what he paid for. Um, and uh, I don't know about you, but you know, when you go somewhere, uh, go to a restaurant, you want to get what you paid for, right? Or when you buy something, you want to get what you paid for. And hopefully even more. You know, that's called getting a deal. <laughs> I'm all about deals. <laughs> um, and I just felt like um, just the, the reminder that, that Jesus is um, about getting what he paid for. Which is you and I. And... Um, He's already thankful for us, um, but he is persistently pursuing us so that and for the purpose of getting what to pay for. And I just I wanna I wanna um, I don't know remind us of that tonight that um, that God is after our hearts and He wants us to know Him and He He gave everything for that. Um, and he's intent on getting what he paid for. <laughs> I think that's pretty awesome. <laughs> um, I, I have something pretty simple, I think, tonight. Um, as I was praying about this time, the, uh, the verse came to mind um, from Zechariah 4, 6, and it says... It's not by power or by might, uh, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. Not by power or might, but my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. And uh, I just want that, I want that to sink in tonight. Um, I just feel like God is wanting to speak that over his people. And, and so even as we're here, just, um, this isn't even really a sermon so much. as I just feel like it's um, a word of God's intent for our lives. And I believe that right now um, there, are, there are places and there are things that God is wanting to speak this word over in your life. And to let it become your reality. God is intent on getting all that you paid for. And the way that that, that happens is actually by His Spirit. By His Spirit. By His power. By His might. That is the gospel. That is the gospel. This verse is a, is a summary of what 
God has always been doing and of what God did through His Son and what God is doing right now in the lives of His people and in the lives of humanity. He's accomplishing this word that says, not by your power, not by your might, but by my spirit, I will do it. That's the gospel. That's the gospel in a nutshell. That's what we've all, if, if we said yes to what Jesus has done, that's what we said yes to. We said yes to the fact that, God, I can't do this. I couldn't do what needed to be done so that I could be in your presence, so that I could know you, so that I could have new life, so that I could be reconciled to the one that made me to know him deeply. So I need your spirit, and I need your sacrifice, and I need your righteousness, and I need your perfection to make it happen. That's the gospel. And that's what we've come into, and that's what we've said yes to. And I believe that God is wanting us to live out the truth of that in a day-to-day reality. I'm going to say it another way. I believe that God is wanting to reveal himself to us in that way, in the day-to-day reality. So in the same way, we've, we've, we've had the, the revelation of God's spirit and his power and his might breaking through to do what we couldn't. God wants to show up in that way in our lives more often. In the same way we experience that on a big picture sense, in an eternal sense, God wants to show up in that way in our lives more often, in a day-to-day sense. He wants to show up in our lives in a way right now where we experience the revelation that that the things that need to be done, they're not going to happen by our power or by our might. They're going to happen by His Spirit working in our midst and working in us and through us and around us. He is with you. And in order for that to happen, there's going to, there needs to be a shift that takes place. And I believe this is what God is wanting to call us to tonight as He speaks His Word over us. And the shift is from our own ingenuity to His sovereign provision. Our own ingenuity to his sovereign intervention. Are you with me? That's the shift that needs to take place. And I believe right now we're all in the middle of something or some things that are too big for us to be able to move. Too big for us to be able to sort out on our own. Too complex for us to be able to wrap our minds around. Too complicated for us to just put our best effort behind and see it happen. But I think that's what sort of we we're so used to. We're so used to that. And we just, I just feel like we need to be honest with ourselves for a second. It, it's, it's, our, it's our society. It's our world. It's, it's us as people. 
we we have so much within reach <laughs> that I mean we it's just so easy to to try and when when there's a problem try and fix it ourselves. You you know what I'm saying? I mean like we have we have a medicine for everything. Like that's the world we live in. If we need something, just go buy it. <laughs> and I think in that kind of a culture, um, it, it can be very easy for us to move away from um, the reality of needing God's intervention more than we think. And we're smart people. <laughs> And sometimes that actually doesn't help us. <laughs> because we, we think, okay, I can figure this out. And the gospel says that at the core, um, what we need isn't going to come from us. And it's not that we don't do something. It's not that we don't participate. Even the people that God spoke this word to originally... He was very intent on them participating in what he was going to do. He said, um, I want you to rebuild the temple. But he also said to them that it's not going to be by your might and your power. It's going to be by my spirit that it happens. So it's those two things working together. It's us partnering with God. But the, the primary way we partner with God is by saying, God... And the things right now that need to be accomplished, that I don't know how to accomplish them, I'm not going to just try harder. I'm not going to try to just get smarter. I'm going to press in to you. I'm going to lean into you. I'm going to say, Holy Spirit, I need you for everything. <laughs> if you don't know where to start, just start there. I need you for everything. It might sound dramatic, but I really think that God is wanting in His grace to allow us to see that in some eye-opening ways in our day today right now. And I believe that when we begin to, it's going to bring breakthrough. Because we've been spinning our wheels in some things, and it's not working. And when we, when we have that moment where we realize, aha, I don't have to do it that same way again. I don't have to keep coming back to that again. Instead, I can, I can shift my spirit to His and say, God, I need you for this. I need you for this. And one of the ways we'll know that that's beginning to happen is that the panic will begin to be less and the prayer will begin to be more. Are you with me? The, the stress and the anxiety, that stuff's not supposed to be normal. That stuff comes in because we're experiencing something that's too heavy for ourselves. It's normal in that sense. It's normal because we're, we're, it's normal that we would experience things that are beyond us. That is normal. And as a result, in our own strength, when we experience things that are beyond us, it is normal to worry. It is normal to be stressed out. It is normal to experience anxiety and panic. But 
It's not the only way. Are you guys with me? <laughs> this is an encouraging word, I promise. <laughs> and so God wants to shift us in that in those places and and pull us out of that and shift our spirits to Him and to give us that new way. Just as He's given us His Spirit. Just as He's given us His Spirit. What, what he said in Zechariah was, was a promise, was a promise to intervene. And ultimately, that intervention is fully expressed through Jesus. In this way, in the sense that um, Jesus came and he did what he did so that we can know God. But, but then he, he went, he went back up to his rightful place at the right hand of God, and he sent his spirit to dwell to dwell. And so it's not just the intervention of God, it's the dwelling of God. And that's why in day to day, moment by moment, we can actually have this type of intimacy, this type of connection where we can turn to God and expect Him to show up. Expect Him to intervene. Expect Him to do something because He's there already. He's dwelling in us. He's dwelling. And, 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 and from that place, I believe, even the ingenuity will be informed by the Spirit of God. And then we won't take credit for it anymore. Because we realize, God, that was too smart for me. <laughs> I know that thought wasn't mine. It was yours. It was yours. That's a beautiful thing when that happens. Um, I want to read one thing, and then I want to—I uh, want us to just pray into this for a few minutes, and I want us to listen. Um, because I, I believe that even as we're talking about this, there, there are— there may be a thing, or there may be some things that um, are coming to mind right now that we're saying we've been putting our mind and our power into, and we're not getting the results that we want. And, uh, and God is saying, let's change that. Let's shift the, um, the operation and the way it's happening and who's doing what. And, um, and so even as those things are coming to mind, I want to give us a few minutes to pray into that. And I believe that um, this verse for me has meaning this year. And um, there was a moment where I was just um, in prayer and worship at, at an event. And God brought this word to mind. And he was speaking it specifically over um, some of those things in my life. And all of a sudden, not only was there hope for those things, um, but there was a sense of what God was going to do in that area. And I believe that if we stop short of um, getting a sense of what He's going to do, then we, we kind of um, we haven't gone far enough. Because it's one thing to, to recognize, and I think we recognize this oftentimes pretty quickly, the things that are beyond our, our mind, beyond our power. But it's another thing to let God speak into those things and to give us a picture of what it looked like when His Spirit 
intervenes. And so I want to pray into that. But before we do, I want to read this from, from Ephesians. Ephesians 1 and uh, Jeff, it's, uh, you can just, we're going to start in 15. Ephesians 1, starting in 15. It says, For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks to you. Remembering you in my prayers, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you would know him better. And I'll just stop right there. Even this pursuit of knowing him, it's by his spirit. And so if you've been struggling in that area, you've been frustrated in that area, you've been um, putting in the time, but you haven't seen the return, I just feel like um, this is the prayer for us. That God would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation, the very spirit of God that reveals who he is so that we can know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. It is incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority and power dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. It is by power. It is by might. It's just his power and his mind. It's the power of his spirit working in us. The spirit brings us in. We need those things, make no mistake. But we get them from him. We get them from him. And so I just want to pray into that. And um, let's close our eyes. And I want to just ask the Lord for a minute. Um, if there's not something already that's come to mind, I just want to um, ask him right now, God, what have I been doing in my own strength? What have I been frustrated by? Um, the lack of movement, the lack of um, ability to accomplish. What have I been confused or confounded by in terms of being able to solve or understand? What is too big for me right now? And just as those things are coming to mind, we just want to ask God for for um, His Spirit to shed light. And God, we're just asking that You would give us a sense of what to even pray into of what it looks like when your spirit moves, when your spirit intervenes, when your spirit breaks through, 
And it, it may not even be a picture of that thing being resolved. It may just be a sense of hope. And I pray right now, if that's all you get, that you would just get a sense of hope that when, not if, but when the Spirit of God breaks through in this way in your life, it will bring change. It will bring lasting fruit that is good. It will bring new life. So God, what is it? What does it look like? Give us a sense of that right now. So that we can pray into it. So that we can attach our faith and our hope to it. So that we can believe you for it. So we can partner with you. And if God's speaking something to you tonight, you might just want to take a minute and write it down. Just take note of it. Thank you.